this thing frustrates me. Because of guns, we're going to get used to all of the dying. And because we're going to get used to all of the dying, uh, we're never going to do anything about COVID-19. Let, let me let me just give you the nutshell here. Here at the bottom, as in the gun control debate, public opinion, public health, and the public good seem poised to lose out to a select set of personal freedoms. But it's a child's two-dimensional view of freedom, one where any suggestion of collective duty and responsibility for others become the chains of tyranny. This idea of freedom is also an excuse to serve oneself because others uh, before others and a shield to hide from responsibility. In the gun rights freedom, the freedom manifests in firearms falling into unstable hands during a pandemic. That freedom manifests in rejections of masks, despite evidence to suggest they protect both the wearers and the people around them. It manifests in a rejection of public health by those who don't believe their actions affect others. In this narrow worldview, freedom has a price in the form of an acceptable amount of human lives lost. It's a price that will be calculated and then set by a select few. The rest of us merely pay it. You know, first of all, it's really rich for someone who supports abortion rights to to write something like this. How many children die every day because they're ripped limb from limb in, in the name of freedom? I, I mean, it's a relevant point. I, I, I have a hard time treating seriously the people who believe all life is precious all of a sudden when they've been willing to execute children every day of their lives uh, in the name of constitutional rights. Andrew Cuomo talking on TV about how every life is precious and we can't leave our houses until grandma in the nursing home is safe from the virus. What about the child in the womb? But there's something else here too. And in what part of this agrees in is it's one of my new favorite terms, and I don't know who coined it, but I embrace as my own nut picking. Nut pick. No, get your minds out of the gutter, people. No. No, no, no. Nut picking. It's where you pick uh one or two fringy people and describe an entire class of people by those couple of fringe people. You know. There is a resistance of some to be required to wear masks in public, but they're in the vast minority. Uh, Majority of Republicans right now think we're moving too quick to reopen states. Majority of Democrats and independents agree. I know those of you who listen to talk radio uh, by propensity tend to be on the side of we should have never closed, uh, but actually you're in the minority. Overwhelming majority of Republicans, like 60% of Republicans, 80% of Democrats, 65, I think, percent of independents think we're moving too quick. And don't give me the polls are wrong. But uh, you're you're not picking when, when you the few people who are upset about it, you can't make me wear a mask, you can't wear a mask. Um, that, that's nut picking. That that's actually the the fringe. A lot of people aren't wearing masks. Because they're just not in the habit of doing it. It's not that they resist it. You're, you're not picking. But here's the other thing. Um, what Charlie Wurzel at the New York Times is essentially saying in, in the gun debate, uh, it, let me read you this sentence. In the gun rights freedom, that freedom manifests in firearms falling into unstable hands. That is That is a trope of the left that is not true. How many of the mass shootings were from lawfully purchased firearms? I believe the school in Florida was. 
but overwhelmingly they're not. Many times it's stolen guns. And see, it's a constant thing, and Wurzel is one of them, that we need more laws, we need more laws. Uh, You can't show me a law that would have prevented some of these crises short of gun confiscation, which is ultimately what he wants. He can't admit it because that destroys his argument. But what I find insulting here, and this is why I went through the entire discourse of why this is going to sound smart to a whole lot of people. Maybe some of you it sounds smart to you. Here's why it's not. Because like so many of the left's arguments about the right these days, they don't actually have a grasp of the arguments. This is one of those things This goes back to my opening monologue of being on TV with people I always assumed were way smarter than me, just given my background versus their background. And then realizing, no, actually, and and what what sets us apart is that they don't really understand my side's arguments. You know, so I went to law school, and I practiced law for a number of years. And I thought, and I bet most of you, if you've never been to law school, I bet most of you thought that when you go to law school, what you learn is the law. You don't actually learn the law when you go to law school. I mean, you learn aspects of it. But you don't actually, law school is not about teaching you the law. Law school is about teaching you to think. Law school is about teaching you to discern, teaching you to read, teaching you to distinguish, teaching you to nuance, teaching you how to make better arguments, teaching you really how to research. There's too much law for law school to teach you the law. You learn the basic parameters of the law, and in learning the basic parameters of property law, the basic rules of of tort law, the basic rules of contract law and sales law, the, the basic statutory law everyone needs to know, what you're really doing is you're learning how to write and read and think and research and discern and decide and make an argument, not argue as in yelling at someone, but actually to stake out a position and defend it. That's what law school is about. And I, I, the people who went to law school, I, I think that I encountered on TV, tended to do a better job than others. Law school, think of law school as, you know, law school used to be kind of your bachelor's degree. And it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting that we've lost the ability to research, to learn, to decide, to think, to argue. And we now leave it to others to make cases by using uh, multi-syllable words that make things sound good when they're not necessarily uh, able to understand the argument. And, and this is one of the things that, that I'm getting at here is that one of the, the traits in law school about learning to think and learning to argue and learning to research is you have to be able to appreciate the other side's argument. And this is one of the great failings of the left in America today is I, as a conservative, because I am more likely to encounter a progressive and better able to articulate a progressive's position than a progressive is able to articulate a conservative's position. You see this most frequently when it comes to abortion rights. I, as a conservative, understand and could articulate the arguments of a progressive on abortion. I know their arguments. What I am dumbfounded by is the inability of a progressive to appreciate or or articulate the arguments on the right. And the reason the left can get to a point where they never have to understand the right's arguments and be able to respond to them as they actually are, as opposed to what the left believes they are, the caricature of them, 
is because no one in the media challenges them. Because so many people in the media are also of the left. 